Okay, let's start off our discussion of Parshas Kisavo, Tashinai and Bayes this year. Just scheduling note, um, next week, Ben Hashem, there will, there will be a shear. I'm not sure if next week will just be Nitzavim, which is the Parsha, or we might do Nitzavim Vayelech so that the following week we'll be able to do Hazinu. Because Hazinu, that Wednesday night is Mosah Yom Kippur. We're not going to be able to have a shear that week. But uh, possibly, I haven't figured it out yet, if we do Nitzavim Vayelech next week, then we could have Hazinu the following week and... And uh, in that way, get in most of the parshios. I don't know about Zosa Bracha, we'll figure that one out, but at least, uh, <coughs> at least get in as much as we can. So we'll see next week. We'll be a shir, Bez Hashem, but uh, I'm not sure yet which parsh, the, the parsha Shavua or parshios Hashavua, as this week is a separate year for Nitzavim and, and Vayelach. Okay, we start off with a Baal Haturim. Tonight, Bez Hashem, we'll have a little of everything a little halacha, a little lumdis, a little hashkafa, a little musr. Well, a number of different types of ideas on the uh, agenda for tonight. Okay, let's start off with a Balaturim, which is in the tiny little letters on on top. Balaturim is is bothered. What is the connection between the end of last week's parsha and the beginning of this week's parsha? We spent a lot of time last week discussing the connection of the last two sections of last week's parsha, and that is uh, dishonest weights and measures and Amalek. What is the connection, Chazal, and we went uh, a little deeper based on a number of sources. The Balaturim now is going the next step. What is the connection between Amalek and Bikurim, which is the beginning of our parsha? etc. So what does that have to do with Amalek? So the Balaturim says, Ksiv la'elmine, timche ezecher Amalek. Amalek and Bikurim. Our mitzvah, as the Gemara says in Mesechah Zanhedrin, when is there a mitzvah of Mechias Hamalek once we go into Eretz Yisrael? That's one of the three mitzvahs that we do going into Eretz Yisrael, and Amalek, getting rid of Amalek, is one of them. And that is why throughout history we find that Amalek tries to get the Jews not to keep going in their journey to go into Eretz Yisrael, to go into the land of Israel. In the Midbar, on the way, Amalek was the famous nation that came and attacked us. Yes, other nations put up a fight when we tried to go through their land or near their land. But which nation came out besides Mitzrayim? which had obviously uh, previous connections. But which nation came and attacked us on the way? Amalek. There was already a Mesorah in Amalek. You can't let the Jews get into Eretz Yisrael. He quotes a Mechilta, that that was the nation that tried and went to convince Paro. Let's go run after them. They're lost in the Midbar. Unclear exactly which measures he's referring to here. Some of them are Farsham and the Balaturim. But they say that Amalek was the one that told Lavan that Yaakov was going back to Eretz Yisrael. He was the one. So again, myself was Simon Lavanim. Throughout history, Amalek tries to prevent Klal Yisrael's connection to Eretz Yisrael. On a deeper level, one can understand that based on what we've discussed in past years. Purim time, Amalek symbolizes the nation of anti-Hashkacha. The nation that... Uh, Everything happens, you know, don't worry, Kaddish Baruch was not in charge. Amalek is Gematria Suffolk, puts doubt inside the um, minds of Am Yisrael. 
Last week at the end of the Parsha, Rashi quotes that he cooled off the world from Emunah, like that muscle of the hot bathtub. The hot bathtub, and he was the first one to jump in, he cooled off Emunah. That's what Amalek symbolizes. The antithesis of Emunah. The antithesis of Ashgacha. Of the connection of Hashem to Am Yisrael. That's what Amalek is. We've quoted it also in the past. Amalek, even the name Amalek, is an Am, is a nation that takes the most amazing events, the top of the Lama, the tallest letter in the olive base, and schleps them down to the bottom of the Kuf. Schleps them down, makes them nothing. Don't think it's amazing. No, Makos, Kriyas, Yavs of nothing. He tries to say it's all just happened. That's an Am Lamed Kuf. It's a nation that does that. So he always tries to undermine our connection to Eretz Yisrael because as we know, there is no greater place in the universe that has more direct hashgacha than Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. And Amalek tries to prevent that. Prevent that destiny of the Jewish people of Am Yisrael coming into Eretz Yisrael. And that's why throughout history he tries to make us not go and that's the connection between, remember, the first thing you do, you get to Eretz Yisrael, is maybe you have us be Kurim. Maybe Kurim, that's a symbol, that's all about a Kars Atof, Eretz Yisrael, as, as we'll talk about soon. The Alkain, Samachle Pashas Bikurim, Shamaskirba, Rami Ovedavi, also connecting back to the, to the love and story, but says the Balaturim, Amalek and Eretz Yisrael have a special connection. He doesn't like that, he tries to prevent the connection. But that's the connection, says the Balaturim, and that is the end of last week's parsha and the beginning of, of this week's parsha. Okay, we're going to spend a lot of the night on Mikra Bikurim. A lot of the messages of Bikurim, again, the quantitative major section of the parsha is, is the Tochacha. We pick and choose each year with different sukkim to focus on, but a lot of what we're going to say now, first number of thoughts, will be points about various psukim in, in this section. So we start off with... Uh, one sharp thought from the Rebbe Reb Heschel. Chanukah Satorah, who's the Rebbe of the Shach and the Taz. Chanukah Satorah is a collection of his thoughts. And he picks up on a Rashi. Rashi tells us in the parsha by Mikra Bikurim, we know we bring the Bikurim, V'lakakta, Mereshes Kofri Adama, Asher Tavi Me'artzacha, V'samta Vatani, you put it in the basket, V'halakta Lamakum, you shall go to the place that Hashem says, tells you to go. Asher Yivchar, the Makam Asher Yivchar. He does not say, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, does not say anywhere in the Torah where that place is. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar pointed that out. It keeps saying, Makam Asher Yivchar. That place. Uvasel HaKon Asher Yivchar. You'll come to the Kohen and you will tell him, V'yamar love. You will tell him, I've come to the place, V'chulu. What we know from the Haggadah. Rashi, Vianisa, Lashon, Haramas Kol. Raise your voice. Lashon, Haramas Kol. But the state is out loud. What's the emphasis? Haramas Kol, you're saying it, Vianisa. You're saying it to the Kohen. You're in the base of Mikdash. So what do you mean, Vianisa, Viamarta? Okay, Chazal are emphasizing the double Lashon of Vianisa, Viamarta. So why is the double Lashon? Lashon, Haramas Kol. It's a Lashon of, of raising one's voice. But what's the emphasis? Why, why does one have to have such haramas kol here? What's the message? Says the Chanukah Satora, says the Rebbe Reb Heshel. The Ishtadatik, my boy Rashi Bazel. What's the emphasis? What's Rashi trying to get across? The Ishtadatik, as just came up a couple of days ago in the Dafyomi, those learning Mesechas Brachas. The Osir Lahagbiakolo Bitfilaso. It is Osir for a person to raise their voice. In tefillah, this is talking about tefillah means Shmona Esrei. I'm not allowed to scream out Shmona Esrei in my tefillah balachash. 
Not allowed to scream it out. Lefi, even if I'm, let's say, dominating at home, not supposed to scream it out. Lefi shenire, says the Gemara, because it appears, miktane amana, it appears like I am small of emuna. I don't have such great emuna. Why? Why am I screaming it? Shesover shahakadosh baruch hu ain on elachash. Hashem is not going to hear me if I whisper. So I got to say it out loud. Got to scream it. So he hears. Kadosh Baruch Hu hears. Right? Bochein levavos. Hashem, Hashem knows exactly what's going on in our machshavos and in our and in our hearts. Ubochein libos. Umachshavos chas v'shalom. Kadosh Baruch Hu knows all of it. But if a person says tefillah, says Hashemona Esrei out loud, he can chas v'shalom give off the impression that maybe he doesn't believe that a Kadosh Baruch Hu is all powerful. That a Kadosh Baruch Hu has the ability to know our thoughts. That's the reason why we say Shemona Esrei quietly. Now, let us say it out loud. Okay, you have to be Hashma La'aznav. We have to say it loud, loud enough for us to hear and not loud enough that we bother anybody else. But even if there's nobody else there, I'm not supposed to say it out loud. So says the Hanukkah Satorah, V'hinei L'fizeh. According to this, though, this is the reason why one does not Mirim call, one does not lift up his voice when they are davening. If a person says something, if the content of a person's tefillah reflects that a Kaddish Baruch Hu knows everything, if the content of what I'm saying is all about Hashem knowing what's in my machshavos, then it should be fine. As Rashoil is Palavakal the only reason that I can't do it out loud is the vachshash that I'm I'm nervous that people are going to think miktani amana that I, that, I, that I don't have full full of what I Baruch abilities are. But if the content of what I'm saying is bochin levavos, so I should be able to scream it. Vihinei. So what are we saying in mikra mikurim? Vianisa v'yamarta. What do we say? Vihinei v'kanu omer arami ovedavi. We're talking about the machshavas of lavan. We're talking about what Lovin's kavanas were. You read the Torah. Lovin sounds like a nice guy. I, I wanted to give a kiss to my daughters. Well, how could you leave? I would have sent you off with Tupim Vacholos. Would have made a parade for you. But we know, we know the truth. We know the slyness of Lovin. Bikish Lovin Lakaras Akol. We know that Lovin was trying to figure out a way to uproot the Jewish people. The Lovin Bikish Babakshavaso Lakaras Akol. Hashem saved us. That's what we're saying. We're saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows. We know because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Megala. Says the Chanukah Zatorah, if that's the case, that's Bekoram. Scream it out! Because this is what the content of what I'm saying is about, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Bokin Levavos. The Imkain Bekai Gavna Rashoi Lomar Bekoram. That's why you're allowed to say that Bekoram. Right? That's, that's, where we're, we're saying HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that that is in charge. That's Rashi. Why can you say it so loud? Rashi's saying Here you can say There's no kshash. There's no worry because the content of what we're saying is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Bokin Levavos of Lavan HaRasha Lavan Lavan HaArat. Just one of the one of the thoughts of the Rebbe Rebbe Now we continue. A couple of a uh, couple hundred years later, we move on to the Ksav Sofer. Ksav Sofer. We know a question that we ask each and every year. 
What's unique? What's so special about Mikra Bikurim? What, is it, what does it symbolize? Hakaras Atov is one of the more popular suggestions by various various um, Mepharshim. But the Ksav picks up on a couple of words in the in the discussion which he is bothered by. Number one, says the Ksav Sofer. Let's read the Psukim first. You shall take from the beginning the racious of all the fruit that you bring from your land. And you bring it, and you bring it to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you put it in front of the Kohen. And we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out. And we find the Pasuk that he focuses on. I put it down in front of Hashem, your God, and you shall bow down. That's the Pasuk. Now let's read the Ksav Sofer. First he quotes the Panamiafis, the Rebbe of the, of the Chassam Sofer, says the line, line 5. You shall come to the Kohen who is in those days. And you shall say to him, I say to Hashem, your God, Question one. Whenever it says, and Chazal darshan this, go to the Kohen by Yamimahim, go to the Shofit by Yamimahim, what is that emphasizing? Don't look at previous generations that one might think, oh, they were greater. Who is this? You call this a Kohen? You call this a Shofet? Ein l'chayel ha-Shofet shebiyamecha. Ein l'chayel ha-Chacham shebiyamecha. That's what Chazal Darshan. So question one, why specifically here by Bikurim might we have thought that we don't have to go to the Kohen in that generation, that the Torah has to go out of its way to emphasize Go to the Kohen. Those days. Why would I have thought otherwise? You want to tell me when there's a major halachic shailah, like in Parsha Shoftim? Okay, that I can understand. Losasur, even from, from every Shofit in every generation. But here, Bikuri, just do the mitzvah. You just have to make a declaration in front of the Kohen. What's the emphasis? I would have thought that this Kohen isn't chashiv enough for me. I, would, I, I don't have to do the Haggadah before him. Question one. Question two, and he said the Ramban is already bothered by that. Gam my line ten. Mashakasav, he got the alom, Hashem alokecha. I say in front of Hashem, your God. He's talking to the Kohen. I say in front of Hashem, your God. What? It's not the, the maybe's God? It's only the Kohen's God? He got the ayom, Hashem alokecha, lama lama, Hashem alokeinu. Lama miyachin is alokim la Kohen, velo kalalatzmoimo. And why does he say Hashem Elokecha as if he's excluding himself? Question two. So again, why? We, we have thought otherwise. Why Elokecha? A couple of other Lashonos, but we'll suffice with those questions. Says the Ksav Sof. Venerali. Kikodem Sha'asu Ha'egel. Before Am Yisrael did the Egel. Ha'yuru'uyim bizchusam lichnos la'aretz. So we know Hashem had other plans. We were zooming into Eretz Yisrael and we were supposed to go in in a certain way, in a certain ofan. We would have gone in in a supernatural way. We wouldn't have had 40 years of supernatural existence and that turning into a natural existence. 
would have been different. We don't know exactly what it would have been, but we wouldn't have we wouldn't have had to conquer thirty one kings naturally. We wouldn't have had any troubles of people who didn't even want to leave. We wouldn't have had oh Sichon, oh Cheshbon. We wouldn't have had that. It would have been Nisim and Eflos, as was the case up until that point. You think why would it have switched? We had the Makis, we had Kriyas Yamsuf, we were about to go in. why would things things are going so well? But then boom, you know, it uh, everything fell apart. So what happens after the Egel? Moshe Rabbeinu Davins gets forgiveness, but a part, a major part of the forgiveness was because of Schusavos. Schusavos. Gersh Baruch Hu promised he has to take us in. But Hashem wasn't going to give it to us on a silver platter. You got to work for it. You got to fight for it. You have to conquer. You have to do Ishtavos. Ella... To Sheva Levi lo asu ha'egel, but Sheva Levi wasn't involved. Mila Hashem elai v'lo chatu, they were not involved. V'lachein heim ha'yakedai la'atzmam lichnos la'aretz ubo b'schus atzmam. They didn't have to come on anybody else's coattails. They came b'schus atzmam. They were Am Yisrael. They went out of Mitzrayim. They didn't do the egel, so they went in for themselves. Says the Ksav Sofer, now we understand. The Lashonos used here in Mikra Bikurim. Vahaya, he starts off with a question that we didn't ask, even in the first Pasuk. Vahaya ki savo ala'aretz, you shall come to the land, Hashem HaShem HaKachanosin Lecha, that Hashem gives you the Rishta V'yashaftaba. You shall conquer it, and you shall go in. Of course we're going to conquer it. How else are we going to go in? We know the whole story. What's it? V'yrishta. What is it? Sivoy. We already know from other Parshias. Right? Hachrein Tachrimeim. We know. What's V'yrishta? Yeah, you go in, you're going to have to do it because Virishta because of you. Virishta because I had other plans. I wasn't, I didn't have that plan in mind to have you be Morish, to have you to drive out the other nations. The land won't be ready for you, prepared for you. Only through hard work and hard fighting. And once you get in, Vehevesa, you shall bring Mereshis. And you'll tell the Kohen, Igati Ayom Hashem Alakecha. I came to the land, Asher Nishpah Hashem Lavo Seinu. Right? Why are we talking about Jewish history by Mikra Bikurim? Because this is the first mission we do in Eretz Yisrael. We're acknowledging that it wasn't just us. It wasn't, that wasn't only Beskusat Smeinu that we came in. We dafka say, right? It's because of our forefathers. Because of ki gadi ayom l'Hashem alokecha ki vasi alaretz Hashem nishba Hashem avoseinu it was the shvua she misvade umodo akohen we have to admit ki lo ba el haaretz rak b'shvul hashvua ulaatzvul hayaroila hakaras atov is a recognition of where the tova comes from I didn't deserve it fully I didn't deserve it fully ki chata basias haegel so that's the virishta that's the nishba l'avoseinu and then, but he's talking to the Kohen. The Kohen has a different story. The Kohen doesn't have the same virishta and and nishba Hashem lavoseinu. Avalata Kohen bata b'schusatzmecha hilochatata. You didn't sin. V'shaper miduya de Amar Hashem alokecha shemiyached alokim lekohen. You have that special relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and coming in because you came on your own merits. Hashem lo kecha kilo yomay zel a kohen sheyir. But yeah, I'm sorry. The Hava Amina, 
And based on all this, though, I might think to myself, well, this, I don't know how great this Kohen is. Okay, the Kohen and Bishas HaEgel, they didn't, they didn't partake. But this Kohen, he's just like me. You might have thought that we don't have to say it to the Kohanim in later generations. Sometimes the maybe is going to be a bigger tzaddik than the Kohen is going to be. So this is what he's going to have to declare? The answer is yes, say it anyway. They're in, their, they're in the shoes of their forefathers. Kamash Malan Ela Kohen, Asher Yia Bayamim Ahem, Ein Lecha Kohen, Ela Shebiyamecha. Right? Only the Kohen in your day. A whole new understanding and appreciation of the Psukim of Mikra Bikurim. It's a declaration of lowering oneself and raising up the person in front of me. The Kohen is the contrast. I have to do it in front of the Kohen. But I'm also acknowledging that the Sakara Zatov that I have for the land, for Eretz Yisrael, is not here but just Bishchus Atzmi, it's Bishchus the Shvua and the, my forefathers that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised. Okay, moving right along. A halachic element, another phrase that we don't always pick up on. Second Pasuk in the Parsha. Villa Kachta me Rashis Kalpriya Adama. You shall take from the Rashis Kalpriya Adama, Asher Tavi me Arzacha. What's Chayven Bikurim? Which foods or fruit are Chayven Bikurim? I bring Bikurim from oranges? The answer is no. Bikurim from apples? The answer is no. Only Shivasaminim. Bikurim is only Shivasaminim. Shivasaminim is what Paracha? Priha Adama? Vilakachta me reishis kol priha adama shatavi miyatzka pashup shat pashup shat you shall take from all the priha adama that's not true priha adama right those are learning daf yomi today's daf yesterday's daf we started the sixth parak of masachas brachas what's bari priha adama what's bari priha eights rimonim teinim tzmarim they're all eights so asks the ask the mafarshim. How, how, why is the Torah not Meduyuk? V'lakachta me reishis kol pri it should say. Asher tavi me artzach asher shah. Well, it's just a more inclusive lashon. Torah's Meduyuk. Me reishis kol pri adama. why does it include something that we might even include vegetables? V'lakachta me reishis kol pri adama. So the Achronim, the source number four, you have it from the Minchas uh, Michael, which is a rub from B'nai Brak. Hikshu Achronim. Madua Namar may Rashis Kopriya Adama Vari Bikura Meviam Rakmi Shivas Aminim. So what's the shot of this Pasik? Priya Adama. See quotes a number of answers. The Rishonim aren't so bothered by it, must be because they just assume it's a more inclusive Lashan. But the Akronim are zeroing in more on why the Torah used such an exact such an exact wording. So first he quotes two suggestions by the Maharam bin Khabib to get Pashit. Number one, the Mishnah Mikurim tells us. How does one mafresh bikurim? What's the process? Right, it's unlike all the other matnas kahuna or matnas anim or anything we have. To, anytime we have to do anything, all, always, I think by every other one, the mitzvah is only after it has grown, after it has reached a certain level of existence, certain level of growth. It's only when it's grown a certain amount. Bikurim. When do I do something? Right when I see the beginning. Right when I see the first blossom. 
Every day the guy's looking outside. Did it, did it blossom yet? Did it blossom yet? Did it blossom yet? He sees whatever it is. He sees some grapes or rimonim. He's like, oh, that's my Bikurim. He runs. He doesn't want to get mixed up. He doesn't want to forget. He ties a ribbon around that, that cluster. Koshro begemi va'omer harei elu Bikurim. Even though it's very early in the process, it's boser, it's unripe fruits. Says the Get Pashut, the, pros, the mitzvah of Bikurim starts before you'd make a Bari Pri on the fruit. When it's only boser, you wouldn't make a Bari Pri It's not ripe yet. You'd probably make a Shahako. You'd either make a Adama or a Shahako, one of the two. I'm not going to get to the Halachas now. But the process of Bikurim starts when it's still pre-ha'adama. That's why it says, Asher v'lakachta me'reish is called pre-ha'adama to allude to us, right, the Torah Shebaal Peh alluded to in the Torah Shebaal Saf. Number one. Number two, line eight, Noma pre-ha'adama, second suggestion, because there's one of them that's never going to get a bury pre-ha'ez. And that's Chita. Maybe Saora too. But some of them are not are never going to get. Chita grows up until you know it's full growth. So if I eat it right, if I eat a raw piece of wheat, I'm going to say adama. If I grind it up into flour, I'll make a shahakol. If I make it into bread, amotzi. There's never a eight. So maybe that's why it has to be inclusive because the first one on the list is eretz chito sora. Number two. Number three. A third idea. I think this uh, we're going to have four all together. Number three is suggested by the Chidah. The Chidah, Chaim Yosef David Azulai, who now is, is uh, buried right here in Haram Nuchot. The Chidah suggests, he has a question on the, the Mari Ibn Chabiv, who, who suggested Chita. He says, some people say that Eitz Hadas was, uh, was Chita. Okay, so maybe you would say, okay, not for us now. But says the Chidah turning over. Sorry, where's the, the Chidah's answer? Says that the second to last line. The Odef Shalomar on the bottom. I'm sorry, that's, that's a different um, a different answer. Earlier. Vitiris, line 11. We want to get Eretz Yisrael mentioned. And that's pre-ha'adama. So much of the elements of the message of Bikurim is a hakaras hatov for Eretz Yisrael. So the Torah mentions, Valakachta may is called Priha Adama. Yes, it's true. It might have been more correct to write Priha Eitz. But we want to mention explicitly Eretz Yisrael in where you're taking this from, because that's what the Brach is about. It's about a karasato for the land, and therefore you bring the fruit as a representation of the land, and that's why it says Priha Adama. A third idea. So it's Bosar, it's before the stage when it's a Priya 8. Number two, it's to include wheat. Number three, it's to include Eretz Yisrael. Number four, he quotes another one. He quotes the Tzitzel Yezer on the top of the next page. He quotes the Tzitzel Yezer, who quotes a Rambam, who the Rambam says that you only do Haggadah's Bikurim once a year. That's the halacha. Hilchus Bikurim in Perak the Rambam says, Shirak Pamachas Bashana. Magid v'lo shtayim. Afilo menacher. You only do a Bikurim once a year. Even though there might be new fruits. 
He got to it. You bring the fruit, even if you have four different stages of, of, of blossoms, only once a year. So maybe, says the Sicily to emphasize that. Because, it's not pre because then you would have thought, every eight gets its own bracha, and every eight gets its own mikra bikurim. No, pre the fruit of the land. All the land, take them together and go. If you didn't take it this time, you're going to have to wait till next year. But that's mikra bikurim, also alluding to that halacha of the Rambam, that it's only once a year. Okay, a couple of suggestions by the Achronim in terms of why it says pre Ha'adam. Okay, continuing in our discussion, two staka ideas related to these psukim. Two ideas about staka. First is the story. Perachavav pasig yud. Viata hinei vesi as reishis pri adama. We say and we declare. You should place it in front of Hashem and then you shall bow down. It's a story quoted here in Me'ot Sarenu Hayashan. It's a, it's a sefer that um, very uh, short little thought similar to the to the Mayana Shal Torah type of set, two volume set, Me'ot Sarenu Hayashan. A lot of material there. So it says there, quotes a story from Elio Chaim Meisels. The Rav of Lodz, a lot of uh, interesting stories told about him. So, There's a medrash on our Pasuk that he is going to use in a story. So let's see the story. He one time went over to the Yashivei Ha'iru, Yes, he says he was collecting for something, and he went over to somebody, one in, somebody in the city, and he tries to ask him, you know, can you, can you please give to this cause? The Alkachi Shivlo, he says, I would love to. I would love to, Rabbi, but I just can't right now. And he starts talking to him and telling him in, in excruciating details every little difficulty in his business and every single bad deal. And for, for hours, he's, he's, he's talking to him. He's, he's, he came there to collect. Okay, you can't give, you can't give. But no, he feels the need to go through every sorrow and every difficulty in, in very... In much specifics, Iskazul also Yafeb Iska Acheres Nechshel Bachas Rao Marlo and Ladavakla. I'm I'm really sorry, but he, he spends a lot of time. Okay, Kavurz Man Nisalei Grimod VeGadol Oshrel. Tides changed. The his mazel turned. Then Baruch Hashem, the man, this guy started doing well. Okshavakas Rav Leo Chaim, and he met Rav Leo Chaim where Rav Meisel's in the street. Rav Meisel said, "How you doing?" He says, "Good, fine." And he moved on. Rebbe Chaim said, Oh, now I understand the Medrash. Now I understand the Medrash. Which Medrash? The Medrash on our Pasuk. The Medrash in Kisava, right here. The Pasuk says, Now I have brought, right, the Pasuk says right here, I have brought, and I place it down. What does the Medrash say? Adam Omer et Shivcho Bakol Namuch. Human nature is to say the greatness and all the wonderful things I have Nam when I'm talking to God. Bakol Namuch in a low voice. That's Genusa Bakal Ram. And the difficulties Bakal Ram. Shivcho Bakol Namuch Min Vidui Meiser. What does that mean? Vidui Meiser. What's Vidui Meiser? Meiser. You know how much people bring for Vidui Meiser? They bring tons and tons and tons, ten percent. Genus of a karami mikrobikurim. You learn that from mikrobikurim. The genus, why? Bikurim. 
It's a little bit. Vidu Maiser is not Bakal Ram. Mikra Bikur is Bakal Ram. What's the message? He explains. Shivcho Masha Matsavo Atov. Shivcho means when everything's going well and everything's amazing and wonderful, how specific are we in our Hoda to Hashem? Hashem, great. Thanks so much. Great. Bye. Right? Matsavo Atov. That's the Sheva. Genuso Matsavo Hara. That's the difficulties. Shosh Ada maybe Bikurim. Bikurim. Somebody brings Bikurim. You don't know what his state is. He only has a tiny little bit, a tiny drop. Where there's even rules. There's even rules about Ashirim bringing the Bikurim in fancy, in fancy Caleb. No, everybody's got to bring equal. So you can't tell. Nobody's wrong. When the, when the usher or whoever it is, is talking about Bikurim, he only has a little bit. So, there's no worry. He's saying it out loud and worry. by Meiser. You see how much this guy has for Meiser. Right? Everybody realizes what his, what his financial statement look, statements look like. There's no requirement for saying He says, that's why I understand, Mr. says, earlier when you were so specific with me and here you just said fine. The message being, how many times do Rahman al-Islan, when everything's going wonderful and fine, how specific are we in a Shema Koleinu, in the statue of this one aspect when we have to add in? Thanks. Great, thanks so much. Got to run. Rahman al-Islan, and when we have it, Sarah, we're so specific. Every little thing, and every little fetch, and every little heartache, and every little, what about every, every good, every heart feeling good? We should be so specific. Right? The message of Dayenu. The message we mentioned in, in Haggadah Shirim. What's the Gavos of Dayenu? We don't just say, we don't just say Hashem thanks for everything. We're so specific. That's Huda'ah. That's recognition. Hashem, thank you for giving us the man and Kriyas Yamsuf and this and that and Shabbos and Torah specifics because that's true recognition and that's what's demanded by Hodah. Says Rav Meisels, how many times do we go through life and we give Hodah in general to everything's great for We're not talking about Chas Vashalom telling to my friend. To my friend, we do just the opposite. Yeah, everything's awesome. I have so much. I have so many. And then when the, we hide our troubles. No. We're talking about when we talk to Hashem. In the base Hamigdash, when we talk to Hashem, we have to make sure we are just as, if not more, verbose and spend as much time on the Hudah for the Tov that we get. And not just spend our time when there's a Tzara. And of course, Prophet wants to hear from us. Always. But we have to make sure that we recognize the Tov as well. I just, uh, just to connect it now, I heard from uh, a number of times, I heard from Rabbi Mordechai Willig, he likes to say the Pasuk later in our Parsha, later in our Parsha, when the, we're, we're, we just find it now, if not, I'll just mention it outside. We get all these curses that are going to come upon us, Rahman al-Islan, and we don't talk about rove call. So Rabbi Willig notes, what do you mean, may rove call? May rove call? Rabbi Willig says, nobody has a perfect life. Nobody has a perfect life. Well, we all have our challenges and our issues, whatever it may be. Everybody one has this one and one has that one. But 
Most people out there, some people have very tragic lives, but most people out there have Rovko. It's basically Rovko. We, have to, we didn't serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Simcha Rovko. Rov. Look at the Rov. Hochanach Rov. And recognize and be makir tov to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Right? Pasuk Perak Chavches Pasuk Mem Zayin. Tachas Asher Alovata Hashem Alkecha B'Simcha V'Tuv Leiv Me Rov Kol. We have to recognize that and be makir to Hakadosh Baruch Hu in detail and think about all the greatness to count our blessings literally. Think about the godless that Hakadosh Baruch Hu does for us. One idea not, it was started about stucca, but we generalized it to life. The other idea is mentioned by. Sefer also that we've quoted before called Jerusalem Lechafseihem, which is a sefer from a Rav, who's a Rav in Ashkelon. Again, a short little thought. Then we'll get to something more major. Everything's major, but something more quantitatively major. Says the Jerusalem Lechafseihem. What's now moving on to the next section of the Parsha? As we just alluded to, Vidui Meiser. We had Mikra Bikurim and then Vidui Meiser. Vidui Meiser is where Misvada we confess that we did every single thing according to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to do. True, Mis Meiser is everything we did perfectly. And what do we say? Source number seven. Lo'achalti v'yonimi menu. We didn't eat Meiser when we were ba'aninus. V'lo v'yarti v'yonu b'tamei. And we didn't, we didn't uh, consume it when we were tamei. V'lo v'yarti v'yonu b'meis. Shemati b'kol Hashem alokai. So, as the name of the Sefer is, this is Jerushim L'chafseyem. A Jerush for those who are interested. L'chafseyem. But it's a, it's a, it's a very um, biting Jerush. Yesh she'ha'adam yodeh she'uchayav la'kadosh baruch hu. There are times that people know and we know that we have to give to Hashem. Umunach ha'slobo be'zakom inim ma'isris v'tztakos. And we know we have something. Aval Yitzro m'sgaver alav. And sometimes our Yitzro gets the best of us. And we come up with excuses until external forces sometimes, you know, in those circumstances, we start giving. And what wakes, wakes us up? Wonderful mitzvah to give tzedakah for Lezech HaNishmas that departed. But we have to wait. Let's give tzedakah before. Number one, that's one. Uh, then, then, then we're more vulnerable. That's number one. That's not the ideal way of giving tzedakah. When we have a, a reason, obviously it's wonderful, but that shouldn't be the only and the, and the major motivation factor. That's the illusion. I didn't do the mitzvahs. That wasn't the, that wasn't the motivation. That's, that's the first stage, stage of the vidui. And then there are those also that are in difficult straits. People who are distanced from others. For whatever reason. People, people start being off limits from me. But I want to show them that I'm a good guy. I want to show them that, I'm, that I do my simtovim. So I give so I can be noticed by others so people can like me. They don't think I'm tamay. The oz kadei laharoshim tovim v'tahorim. Nosim staka lahalevi l'tam l'chachamaniim. So I'll be noticed. That's phrase two. Lo viarti mimenu betame. I didn't do it betame when when I was in a state of tumah and people were staying away from me and I just wanted to be noticed. 
That's number two. So lo achadi vaoni mimenu lo viatimenu b'tamei v'chulu. Last line, gamar maodes, and also sometimes we don't give until the situation is terrible, and there's such a such a need. We have to give even before there's such a crazy need. We have to gamar maod. We're talking about a, a you know a rav, a contemporary rav who gave this drasha. Only when it's too late. No. All of these, excuse these aren't the ideal ways to do mitzvos. And we're mitzvada, we didn't do that. The greatest level is to do things without any extra focus needed and any extra external motivation needed, no, we have to give Bishah Shefa. We have to give when, we, when, the, when we're on top of the world and we have everything, that's when HaKadosh Baruch is looking out for us. Shamati B'Kal Hashem Okay, now we have something that we've never had before, a new set of svarim that I recently um, got hold of. Let's look at a Pasuk. Same Pasuk that we're on. Lo Va'oni Mimen. So what happens... Very interesting uh, discussion we need to have right now. So the Pasuk says in Vidui Meiser, first thing we say is, Pasuk Yudalid, I did not eat it ba'aninus. What does Rashi say? Three words. Mikan she'asur la'onain. From this Pasuk we learn that an onain is asur in Meiser Shein. That's what we learn. Because the person declares, Lo achalti vioni mimenu. I didn't eat it. So Rashi says, Mikan sha'asur la'one. What does Mikan mean? Is it asur? Asur la'one. Rashi says that. Is it asur daraisa? Is it asur darabanan? Is it a lav? Is it... Like, what does Rashi mean? Based on Chazal. The person declares, I didn't do it. So we learn from there that it's asur. Says Rabbi Cooperman, Rosh Hashiva Michlalai, source number nine, in his Tus volume said, Kedushas Pshuto Shol Mikra. And he has a lot written on this. He has a two volume set where he has two or three pieces on every parsha related to the Pshuto Shol Mikra or some type of linguistic and Lishoni Vart. Says Rabbi Cooperman, the Mafarshi Rashi wonder, what does Rashi mean? Mikan Shasalaone. What kind of din is that? So the Mizrahi. Well, it was Rashi, one of the great commentaries on Rashi. He quotes, what does Rashi mean? Usser, but no Malchus. It's Usser, it's an Avera. Because obviously, somebody's saying it's Usser, so Hashem, I didn't do it. So it must be that Hashem's not happy if he did it. So it says the Mizrahi, line 5, Avo Malchus Asara. Because when do you ever get Malchus? What's the rule? We know the rule. The Gemara says, for Malchus, for a real full-fledged law, for an Aveir in the Torah, you have to have one of four words. Hishomer, pen, al, or lo. One of those four words as a command from God. Don't. That's a full Aveir in the Torah. Every one of the 365, Hishomer, pen, al, or lo. That's it. Almost all 365. But here, says the Mizrahi, he doesn't say that. Hashem's not even talking here. The person's talking. The person's saying, I didn't do it. You're going to learn that a lot from there? Says the Mizrahi, impossible. It can't be an Avera with Malchus. Okay, you learn out that it's, it's, not, it's not in God's Ratzon. Hashem didn't want you to do it. 
but it can't be a real full-fledged laugh. That's the Mizrahi. Shaharei kol ha'asharos b'chal makom enon ela mipi Hashem l'nochach ha'adam. The language of the Mizrahi, they're in bold print. All asharos from ashar, from God to man. That's the source with one of those four words that I mentioned. There's only one problem though. The Rambam. Right? You're not going to look for this halacha in the Shulchan Aruch. Right? But it, uh, look at the Rambam. Ha'ochel ma'isr sheni ba'aninus shal Torah loke. Shenemar lo'achalti va'oni mimenu. The Rambam quotes this Pasuk as the source, as a makar for an Isr da'araisa with Malkus. Lo'achalti va'oni mimenu. How does he do that? Or, Right? It's Rambam Mizrahi. Had the Mizrahi say what he said, had the Rambam do that. There's no Pasuk from Hashem. Says Rabbi Cooperman, you don't have to try to figure it out. The Rambam explains himself. The Rambam explains himself. You have to look in Sefer HaMitzvos. In Sefer HaMitzvos, the Rambam discusses you the usual rule of Yishamar Pen Alur Lo. That's what's usually needed. But... The Rambam says in Shoresh Shmini, we know the Rambam at the beginning of his list of 613, he has 14 rules and regulations. What do I count as mitzvahs? What do I not count? Rule number one, you don't count mitzvahs Durabonon in the 613. Another rule, you don't count parts of mitzvahs as separate mitzvahs. Chalitz is one mitzvah. You don't count removing the shoe as one mitzvah and spitting as one mitzvah and mikra, right, base chalutz as one mitzvah. You don't count. Right? Different rules and regulations. But the Rambam says, in one of those rules, in number eight, in Shoresh uh, Ches, says the Rambam that, he, he, he paraphrases it, that's why I didn't give it to you, um, Beferish. He quotes that you need a law. You need a law for the, to be counted as, a, as a, an Avera with Malchus. But at the end of Shoresh Ches, he says, but there's one exception to the rule. Explicitly, the Rambam says. Line 26, Vahu. This is paraphrasing. Whenever it says in the Torah that we have an obligation to say we didn't do it, that's good enough to be a full Avera. Ramam says it. Klomar, it's good enough, says the Rambam. Even though it's just a negative, it's not a lot, there's no command here from Hashem to me. What does the Pesach say? Reuven says, I didn't do it. That's enough to be an Avera for me? Says the Rambam, yes. If we have a command to say, I didn't do it, Hashem is the one that told us to say that. So that's enough to count as a full-fledged Avera. That's good enough. And then he quotes our Pasik as an example. Each one of these Maisim, we are Muzhar. So you do not need a Dibur Yashir from Hashem to Adam. Most of the time, 98% of the time, that's true. Once in a while, if the Deber Yashir from Hashem to Adam is to say, certain, say a certain statement, which includes in it that I didn't do something, that is good enough. That is good enough to be counted as 
as an Avera. Good enough to be counted as an Avera um, based on a person's words. And Arabic Cooperman gives one other example. Another example where we have, based on a person's words, we learn how to halacha. Learn how to halacha. Turning the page, line 11. Dogma lahaskam asakadish barachu hain mufureshes. Halo mufureshes, fain mufureshes, the diburo shala adam. Matsinu bin deparshes nidro shal Yaakov. Yaakov avinu, beginning of Vayetzeh. What does he say? He makes a nether. Hashem, please be with me. Vayider Yaakov nether leymar. Vahaeven azosher zandi matseva yebe salakim. Vachosher titin liyazer asrenulach. Right, everything you do. And we learn that halachos from that nether. We learn at halachos from Yaakov Avinu's neder. How are we doing that? Besides the problem of learning learning at halacha from before Matan Torah, which we're not going to get into right now. But the Mepharshim HaMetameh, Mepharshim Tamuah, line 21, Ma'ra'agro, Liroz Dafka, Bidrasha Zush, Rav Nachman, Drasha Daraisa. How can it be a Drasha Daraisa? Yaakov Avinu made a neder. Okay. Says Rav Cooperman, you know why? Because later in the Torah, Hashem says, Haskama. Hashem is maskim to Yaakov's words. This is an example. Yaakov says something to Hashem. What does Hashem say later on? You made me a neder, Yaakov. Hashem acknowledges the neder. Hashem was makabel. He was maskim. That's how you can learn halachas from that. And he quotes another. He quotes fascinatingly. He says... The sheet of the Rambam was much discussed, and with this we'll finish before we get to the last thought. There's a sheet of the Rambam. The Rambam says, as others agree, one is not allowed to be makdish or makne. We hold a dover shalobala olam, something that's not in the world. I can't sell you something that's not in existence, right? I can't dover shalobala olam. It's not here. But the Rambam says you're allowed to be, and it works. Halakhically, to obligate yourself to be obligated once the thing comes into existence. I can't obligate myself now to give you something that's not here, but I can obligate myself to obligate myself when it comes into existence. That's the Rambam on line 34. If a person, even though a person cannot give something to the base of English that is not in the world, in Amar, if he says, I promise to be makdashit when it comes into the world, that works. And where does the Rambam know that from? He knows that from Yaakov Avinu. Says the Rambam, Raya Adabar, line 37, Yaakov says, what, Hashem, whatever you give me, it's not here yet. But he's promising, I promise that whenever you give me something, I'll, I'll give it. And the Ravid uncharacteristically says four words. Line 33, Haraya Miyakov Rayahu. He agrees with the he gives the, he gives the Rama Meshkayach. How many times does the Ravid give the Rama Meshkayach? Hardly ever. The Ravid here feels the need. It's not even about a halacha. It's about a proof 
The Rabbah brings a proof to himself. You know how I know that you could obligate yourself to do something in the future? From Yaakov Avinu's neder. And the Ravid says, good Raya Rambam. Period. What's the Ravid talking about? What's he emphasizing? Says Rabbi Cooperman. You know what he thinks? He's emphasizing this idea. What, how could you learn anything from that neder? Yes, it's a good Raya. And you can learn something. Even though it's man talking to God, once in a while you can learn halachis and mitzvahs. And isurim from man talking to God, if you know that God is maskim. So here God was maskim. First you had the man and then, and then God. In our case, in Kisavo, you have Hashem first telling us, say this, and then we say it. Either way, we learn mitzvos out from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, from man talking to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Fascinating. But it's in the first Ramah, in Sharish Ches. Okay. Get on to the last thought or thoughts of the evening. A major Meshachachma. Meshachachma in source number 12, you have it here. We have to do some part of the le- end of the parsha. Right, we spent the, the first 10, first uh, 15 psukim, we spent the whole night on. But let's go to the end. After the Tochacha, there's a Pasik, the Meshachachma has a number of ideas on this Pasik. Perachavtes, Pasik Gimel, all the way at the end of the parsha. Moshe Rabbeinu says, B'nei Yisrael, you saw, Atem Reisem, Eskoshar, Asa Hashem Al-Kechem, you saw everything that, that Hashem did for you in Mitzrayim. Hamasos Hagdolos Vachulu. Here's the pasuk. Velo nasan Hashem lachem leiv ladas. Hashem has not given you a heart to know. Ve'inayim liros va'azayim l'shmoa or eyes to see or ears to hear. Ad hayom hazeh. You haven't really thought or seen or heard until today. You don't really understand until today, says Moshe. Pasuk Gimel. What does that mean? You didn't know. You didn't know until today. What's Moshe saying? Hashem didn't allow you to fully understand until today. What does that mean? So the Meshachachma gives Tupshatim. Tupshatim based on ideas that he has said and we have discussed in the past and other contexts. And then at the end, he gives a shot of a medrash on the pasuk. So there's really three thoughts mentioned by the Meshachachma. Let's try to fit all of them in. Ha inyan, source twelve. Kibiyarti bekama makomos. I explained many a number of times. Asher ta'uyos bnei Yisrael bekama makomos haya. A major mistake that the Jewish people kept making was kichashvu lemoshe lepoel me'atzmo. They thought Moshe did it himself. They deified Moshe Rabbeinu. They thought he was the one. That's the Meshachachma says. We discussed back in Parsha's Pinchas, the Meshachachma mentioned a couple of years ago, we said this, that's why one of the reasons Moshe Rabbeinu had to die before going into Eretz Yisrael, because forget it, they for sure would have deified him. Remember, who knew Moshe Rabbeinu? Who was still alive in the 40th year? Only the people who were very young, and they only saw Moshe as Moshe Rabbeinu. But says the Meshachachma here, they had this, there was this danger. This amazing shining that he had. But as we know, he was just a tool of God, a mouthpiece of Hashem. To speak to us and to speak to him, to keep the communication lines going. What is the only event that would teach B'nai Yisrael? That Moshe Rabbeinu was human? There's only one event. And that is Moshe's death. That's the only thing that would have taught them that Moshe was a tool. 
On that day. Only then they realized it's all HaKadosh Baruch only Hashem's great Ratzon, who Ha'omer goes there for Hamashadid. Says the Meshachachma, this speech right now, Parak Chavtas, is happening on Zion Adar. Right, we're about to get into Moshe's last speech, his last monologue. Remember, Dvarim is only five and a half weeks long. Right, from Rosh Chodesh Shvat all the way to Zion Adar. That's the whole Sefer. So right here, by Yikra Moshe, I'll call Yisrael. We don't know when this is. When is it? And then it says, it's up, by Yelech Moshe, but Zion Adar. V'hinei yadua ki razal amru, shemosha amar zebiyo moso. It was the day of his death. Right, and I gave you the Medrash on top in Source 11, where Moshe Rabbeinu was even a little upset, so to speak, at Klal Yisrael. One person saved 600,000. 600,000 couldn't save one. But Hashem told him, you know, 120, that's your, that's your unit. But that's what he means. You're not going to fully understand until today. Because today, today is my Yom Petira, says Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, today, you're going to have Das. Today is the day that you're going to have a Nayim Liros plus Nayim Lishmoa. Today is the day. That's what he means. Yom Shemeis Venafsha Holech Petura Chayim Oz Tedu Vitavinu. Ki Hashem Amanigu Mashkiach Beprotius Bizman Ubeishbacham Mephalo Mitzad. Shot number one. For the Razam Leva Das until today, where Moshe Rabbeinu says it's the day that I must pass on. Second shot, he says. It's a, he has it as a continuation on line 15, but this is an idea that he says a number of times. Just say it outside to save time because I want to just get to the last piece. The Meshachachah says, as we know, B'nai Yisrael were living in a miraculous existence for all these years, but that's not the goal. That's not the goal of life, to see God with Mon and with Be'er and with Ananiah Kavit. You don't even have to think about God to see God then. You don't even have to use your brain unless you're very warped, like the Mitzrayim, and they try not to see God, and they don't see God even in Kriyas Yamsuf. But an average person, Kriyas Yamsuf, and the, the Mon, and Anne Akavid, the average person, you know, sees a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So you didn't have to think too hard. Moshe says, starting today, remember, the day Moshe dies, there's no more Nisim. The Mon stops. Okay, the Mon, there's some Nisim. The Mon remained for the next couple of weeks until they were able to, to uh, get from the, from the Chadash. But remember the Gemara in Tainus says that once Moshe died, all three Nisim stopped. No more Anan, no more Be'er. They probably had enough water left, but it's not like the Be'er kept producing. Or the Anan and whatever happened, the Gemara says, Nistalku Shloshtam, all Nisim stopped. Moshe says, starting today, you can have to abuse your brain to see God. You're going to have to think. You're going to be living b'derech ha-teva. Today is going to start your teva existence and it's not going to be so easy. And it's not going to be so simple. Now you've got to start realizing and thinking and focusing. Okay. One final point. Those are the two pshatim in the Pasik, but there's a medrash on this Pasik which he quotes. Separate idea, but it's here so we'll talk about it here. The Medrash says, line 7, on the next page now, source 13. 
Kiva Chabali Khanis. By the way, I'll mention it now. I don't think I mentioned it for a couple of years. I get emails every so often about the sheets. The sheets are all scanned in on the website. Also scanned in on the website, so feel free to just click on references, and they are scanned in there. So the Medrash says, Kivan Shabali Khanis Laret Yisrael. They come into their, Moshe, they're about to go in. Moshe says, Ebron of the Arab, please, 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 I want to go in, I want to go in. Amalek Adash Baruch Hu Moshe. Bitalta Shali Vishalcha Kayemes. Can't be. I can't let you in. Ani Amarti, Hashem says, what? You were Mavata what I said? Right? I, was, I said, Vyashmi Dame, and you say, Slachna. So you won. So now again, I said, you're not going in. Amalek Adash Baruch Hu Moshe. Eina to Yadeh Malasos. Ataros Elachev Alpashim Rashim. Hashem says, I can't. I can't be being Mavata my words. Last line is the one that's important for us. Amar Lai, line 15. Im ebrana ata mavakish l'kayim, botel slachna. Vim slachna ata mavakish l'kayim, botel ebrana. Hashem says you can't have it both ways. You want to go in, then I get back to the chait of the maraglim. If I forgave you for the chait of the maraglim, I can't let you in. That's the medrash. What's going on? What do you mean? What does the Maraglim have to do with Moshe going in? What's the connection? The Itachain Pirusho, it's possible, says the Meshachachma. This is the Pirush. The Gemara says in Mesechah's Baba Basra, Ein Zaro shall Esav nofel elabi de Zaro shall Rachel. Esav, descendants of Esav, will only fall into descendants of Rachel. That's Ibitzius. That's why Amalek, a descendant of Esav, will only fall in Zara Shal Rachel. Right? And that's why Yoshua and Shaul, right? Descendants of Rachel. Why? Before he gets to what he wants to say, why is that? Right, we know the Gemara. Right? You have to have Zara Shal Rachel. Says the Meshachachma beautifully, based on the Medrash. Yavo Amalek, Kafui Tova. Amalek, who's a Kafui Tova, the Yifram Am Kafui Tova. Im Kain, Amalek is known as a Kfoy Tova, right? He doesn't have any Hakaras Atov. Mishu Asa Vishalem Tova Abur Ra'a. Yosef went above and beyond to give Hakaras Atov even where it was not mandated. He was Shmishalem Tova Tachazra to his brothers. See, his children are going to overcome the, those who were Mishalem Ra'a Tachas Tova. That's why Yosef, he says, is, is uh, the one that's able to be Menatseach. And this is a Misora that Klal Yisrael knew. And that's why with Yoshua, Seilochim Ba'amalek Yochiach, Yeshua is Zaro Shal Rachel, Shoal is Zaro. And that was the problem with the Miraglim. Lazamiraglim, he piluchitisim, baskiram, hanakim, shachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
and then they will go with confidence with Emuna that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will save them. It says that's what that's what the um, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu gave his life. He was Moser Nefesh Hashem. Okay, I'm going to stop fighting. The next column. They knew that Misora. Um, Yosef, who was Makir Tova Tachas Ra, will always be Amalek, who is uh, Meshiv Ra Tachas Tova. And then he even says that this also has to do with the Machemas Hayetzer. Ha'ikr, we have to be Misorer. The more we're misorer with confidence in Amun, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to help us. Dear Shashem So he talks about the Sarasi Meshuva, which are coming upon us soon. The key is to go in with a clear feeling of what we have to do, but with the confidence that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to be with us and help us conquer all of our enemies, the Amalek within us. So we started off with Amalek and we ended with Amalek. But as we learned last week, the way that we destroy Amalek is to slap him into the base lanterns. So the more Divrei Torah that we that we say about Amalek, that Rebbeinu and Ibershit said last week, the more that we're being mochet machotimchazer Amalek. Okay, we'll stop here. Again next week we'll see which uh, parsha we'll do, but Bezashem, uh, it'll be next next Wednesday.